Hey, Mama Friend, welcome back to Her Pursuit Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is such an honor and a privilege to sit with you every single week as you tune into these episodes and we just kind of sit here and chat together. It's so fun. I love it. So today we're talking about something that I struggle with, that I know you struggle with. If you want less time scrolling and more time being so that you can soak up your summer, you are in the right spot. That is exactly what we're talking about today. But really quick, I want to share a review that comes from a listener. Her username is SMP-2018. She says, Kaysen is such a breath of fresh air in the motherhood world. Real talk and inspiration at the same time. I love that. And I love that you are getting that from the show because that is definitely my intention. I want to give you some honest, real talk, some tough love, and also some encouragement, some inspiration at the same time. So thank you so much for leaving that review. Reading these truly makes my day. If you'd like to leave a review for the show, you can go to the main screen with the Her Pursuit title on Apple Podcast. Scroll all the way down. It's kind of a long way. Tap the fifth star if you want to rate the show. And then where it says write a review, you just tap there and then you leave a review. It's that simple. And it will take maybe 30 seconds. If you will, you can put your first name and your last initial or just a username. It helps when reading them out here. And you never know, you may hear your review featured on the show. So thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Something as small as a review means so much more, not only to me, but this podcast, because Essentially, you're helping other moms connect with the content here when you leave a review. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be friend and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. Can I tell you a secret? I know you really, really well. It's scary how well I know you actually. (laughs) You want to know how I know? Because I am just like you in so many ways. That's why I think we could be friends. We would be friends in real life. I know that the number one distraction that you're facing is your phone, social media, getting sucked into the scroll. I know because a lot of you have told me this, but also me too. I'm not sitting here all high and mighty preaching at you because I have perfect boundaries that I keep around my phone all the time and screen time. No, I'm in this with you and it's something that I have to keep in check myself or I get sucked into it as well. So today I want to share with you some tips for how to stop scrolling and how to spend more time being, especially this summer. Now, just a little preface, I don't believe smartphones are 100% terrible. There is good that comes from them, right? Like there's so many features that we have right at our fingertips, but also 
there are so many features we have right at our fingertips. It's a double-edged sword that if we're not careful, it can become a really unhealthy cycle of consumption and zoning out and coping just like anything else. So for me, the first steps that I took toward more healthy boundaries with my phone was actually physical distance. And I know that this sounds silly, but I found myself carrying it with me everywhere, even to the bathroom. Yes, I just admitted that, but you do it too, so it's fine. We're fine. I had gotten to the point where this little device was constantly in my hand or beside me. There would even be times when I'd be looking for my phone, like looking around everywhere frantically for my phone, and it would be in my hand. That's how much our phones have become a part of us, and it's really scary, actually. So I slowly started to distance myself from my phone, placing it on the counter if I'm on the couch, in another room, leaving it inside while I'm outside, leaving it in the car when we go to dinner as a family, and just creating healthy separation from Kaysen and Kaysen's smartphone. So that's one very simple, very practical way to implement some distance between yourself and your phone so that you don't get caught up in the scroll because you can't get sucked into it if it's not right beside you every second of every day. So the second thing is notifications. I personally do not get notifications for anything except phone calls, text, and the app that my child's school uses for non-emergency communication. I don't get notifications from other apps, social media, but I remember the days of every Facebook notification, every message from Messenger, Everything from Instagram just constantly blinking, ringing, dinging, going off. I didn't know that this was a thing until a few years ago, but I am an HSP. Like literally I read about it and I thought, oh my goodness, this is me. An HSP is a highly sensitive person. So if you're a highly sensitive person, then you most likely hear every single noise around you. Like when you're in the car, you hear the air conditioner, you hear the clicking, you hear the banging, you hear the everything. And it can be very easy to get overstimulated. Now, I will say that learning to manage my anxiety has greatly improved how triggered those noises and other stimuli, stimuli, stimulus, stimuli. I think that's the right way to use that word, but they don't make me as triggered. But there are still times when I just, I can't handle it. It feels like too much. And if you know, then you know. I don't have to overexplain this to you because you're already like, yes, I get it. That is me. So another thing is to limit your notifications, silencing your phone, turning them off completely. The third way that I set healthy boundaries around my phone and screen time and another way that you can, you know, spend more time being and enjoying your life in the present and not getting caught up in the scroll is removing some apps from your phone. If you waste hours on TikTok, delete it. If Instagram makes you feel worthless or overwhelmed comparing your life to everybody else, delete it from your phone. I've never actually done this with any of my apps for like a really long period of time. I think I have gone through phases where I've deleted deleted something here or there. But I know friends who have done a social media cleanse, and I love that phrase, by the way, social media cleanse or social media detox. It just sounds like there's so much peace and freedom there. Does anybody like, do you feel that? When I say a social media cleanse, I'm just like, oh, that would be so nice. Social media detox. Just get it out of your life. Just step away from it. Completely ignore it. Make it go away. Delete it. So maybe you do that in order to stop scrolling. Another thing that I've done 
and this sounds kind of crazy and drastic, but it it truly is helpful. I've removed everything from my home screen except for my phone, my text, my internet browser, and iTunes music. At the bottom of an iPhone, you know you have those four things at the bottom, which by the way, you can remove all four of those. You can have one thing there. You can have two or three or four things. But if you take it all away, then it's just a blank screen. And then that's it. My wallpaper is a picture of my husband and I, and I do not see anything else when I open my phone. So I'm not getting distracted by all the apps and all the colors. Another thing that I have done to cut down on wasting time on my phone is I group my apps. So, you know, on an iPhone, you can move the icons around. You can drag them around and group them together. I've done this and I've actually actually got them organized by rainbow color, which sounds really extra, but I found that it helps me Number one, find my apps. And then number two, with them being smaller, I really don't click into them as often. So play around with your phone settings. Play around with the layout of your apps and just see if any of these things help you break up with your phone a little bit. I know at least for me, what I used to do would, I would rearrange my home screen when I had all the apps on the front so that if I was just by default clicking into these apps, because we do, I don't know if you've noticed this, but you will click into Facebook or Instagram or whatever your social app of choice is by default. Like you unlock the screen and then you're just tapping in and you don't even know why. It's it's really crazy. And you know how I know that? Because when I moved them around, I would by default go to where they were previously but I'd click on a different app and then my brain would be confused because it's not opening up social media. It's opening up something else random. So rearrange your home screen, take all of your apps off the home screen, move them to the second screen, decide what you want at the bottom. For me, like I said, it is my phone. It is my text messages, the internet browser and iTunes. I used to have my Bible down there just so that was the first thing I saw. I've had my Bible on the home screen, my Bible app on the home screen. But right now I just have everything On the second page, all the apps start on the second screen. And then at the top, I've got photos by itself. I've got the Bible app by itself and the camera by itself because those are the things that I use most often and that I want quick access to. So everything else is grouped into those group bubbles like I was explaining a minute ago. Okay, so now that we've talked about some phone settings, some ways to rearrange your phone and distance yourself from your phone, What can you be doing instead? Because I found that if I want to break a habit, I need to replace it with another habit, preferably a healthier, more productive one, right? So I can think of 10 things right now that I could do with an hour of my time instead of scrolling. I could read a book. I could take a nap. I could start some laundry. I could clean my bathroom. I could put away the clothes that have been sitting there in a pile. I could read my Bible. I could journal. I could pray. I could spend some intentional time with my kids. I could get some work done. I could do so many things that would serve me better than an hour of scrolling. So what is it for you? What do you want more of in your life? What is it that you say you want more time for? What do you wish you could find the time to do? And then give yourself a reality check. You can go into your screen time settings if you have an iPhone. Look at how much time you're actually spending on your phone and in what apps and then decide that you're going to stop. Set yourself up for success by implementing some of these things, these practical things that I mentioned, and just do the dang thing, okay? It is time. It is time for you to reclaim what is yours, which is your time. No pun intended. Is that like a play on words? But your time is yours. Your time is precious. 
And it is time for you to take it back, to say enough is enough. I'm putting this stinking phone down. I'm going to separate it from me. I'm placing, I'm putting some hard boundaries in place. I'm going to get some physical distance between my phone and myself. I'm going to delete these apps off my phone or I'm going to move them off the home screen. So it's not the first thing I see when I open up my phone to send a text message, but then I go down the rabbit hole of 15 TikToks and an hour later of scrolling Instagram and I'm going to actually do what I need to do on my phone. I'm going to get off of it and then I'm going to be present in my life. I'm going to live my life through my actual eyes, ears, hands, feet, with my kids and my family. I'm not going to be sucked into the screen that I wish I knew the dimensions of a couple inches by a couple inches wide. Like stop living a digital life. And I'm saying this in love and I'm like saying it to myself because it's like, wake up. It's like somebody, I'm shaking myself by the shoulders and I'm shaking you. Like our life is passing us by and we're all saying that we don't have the time, that we need more time. And I can promise you that for most of us, that is the number one time sucker in your life. This, this little screen, I'm holding up my phone. This screen is what is stealing away your time. It is sucking your time from you. And think about what you are exchanging for that. What are you losing because you are getting lost in a scroll? That time and energy, what is the exchange? What are the things you could be doing instead? Who's missing out? How are you missing out on life and on different things? Because we, we are living life through the lens of a camera on a smartphone or through the screen of a smartphone. That got like a little bit of tough love. I just like channeled my inner Liz Henderson. I don't know if you know, she's got a podcast, The Tough Love Mom. She gets to go in sometimes and she just gives a healthy dose of reality. And I love that because I do the same thing. I'm so passionate about this and this matters so much to me for my life. And I know that it matters for you too. And sometimes we just need a little bit of that tough love. So I hope that you're receiving it and that you are understanding and hearing me say that like I'm preaching this to myself and I'm just preaching it out loud for everyone to hear because I know that it's what you need to hear as well. Stop trading your time. Stop giving it away to this screen to strangers on the internet that you don't even know. I can't tell you how many times I would just get lost in a scroll of someone else's home and I have no idea who this person is. I've never spoken to this person. She doesn't know who I am. And yet I'm wasting all of my time and energy focused on her life and how her life is so much better than mine and so much prettier than mine and her kids do this and that and mine don't. And in in reality, I'm sitting there feeling worse and worse and comparing myself like I just don't measure up and I don't add up when you get lost in that scroll and that comparison trap. Now, I can tell you that something else with that that helps with that is knowing who you are in Christ and having a centered identity in him. But that's a different conversation for a different day because comparison still tries to creep in sometimes. But there are two things that I've done to help prevent it. Number one is knowing who I am in the Lord and who he's called me to be. And so your identity is such a huge factor in your confidence and not comparing. And then the second thing is I have healthy boundaries and distance with my phone. That's not to say I don't still get caught up in the scroll, but I'm just saying that it's mostly just a time sucker these days. It used to make me feel like absolute crap about myself if I'm being 100% honest. And I know that someone listening to this relates with that 1000%. 
because I've talked with moms. I've worked with moms one-on-one. You feel it because I feel it because we're human. <laughs> like it is normal to a degree to compare something that is picture perfect that was snapped and you're getting like this one second glimpse of someone's day and their home in a certain state that they probably just cleaned and staged and filtered before they posted to your real messy, chaotic life that you feel like is a hot mess express. And so when you just put it away, you don't have to worry about it anymore. When you don't look, you don't know what's there. And there are healthy boundaries. There are so many other things that I've, I've got different episodes on phone settings and muting people or unfollowing people. Like do what you need to do to protect yourself and your mental health. But the number one thing that I think we could all use a little bit more of is just less time on the apps, less time on your phone. And I've always said that that's counterintuitive for a person to say who is literally has a podcast that releases onto a smartphone that is growing an online community in those spaces. But here's the thing. This isn't about me or this business or this show. This is about you and your well-being and meeting you where you are. And that is where we are. It's where we consume. It's where we hang out. And that's fine. Like I said in, in toward the beginning of the show, smartphones are not 100% evil. I don't believe that at all. But I just know that we tend to get caught up in this really unhealthy cycle of consumption. And we use these little devices to cope, to numb out, and it just isn't serving us. And I think that it's time that we all say enough is enough. Like I'm really actually going to do something about this. I'm going to do something about what I'm not happy with in my life, just like I've done, like I've shared in my story. I had to come to terms with that and say, okay, I've got a choice. I can either continue doing what I'm doing. So in this case, we can continue to waste time. We can continue to scroll, continue to click into Instagram and Facebook and all these other places and numb out and compare our lives and feel the sense of guilt and shame repeat this repetitive cycle that just feels like it's unending, or we can say, you know, have that self-awareness to say, this is, these are my patterns and my habits around my phone. These are my habits around social media. And it's not healthy. It's not serving me. I want more for my life. I want to actually stop scrolling on this phone and I want to start being present with my kids. I want to start being present in the moment with myself and being present with my family for my life not getting caught up spending my time and energy on someone else's life that you more than likely don't even know. So receive this in love, friend. Know that I'm right there with you. I'm preaching these things to myself. These were all reminders that I needed today. And so I hope that they were helpful for you as well. If you're planning to use any of these tips or if you have other helpful tips for limiting screen time, you can come into the community group. You can send me a DM, share with us. I would love to know how this episode is helping you and any ideas that you may have as well. I'll see you back here next week for Tuesday's time tip. Until then, remember you were made for so much more than survival. You were made for more than overwhelm and guilt and shame, friend. Those things have no place in your life. There's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So let that set you free. Live and walk in the abundant life that is yours in Christ. And I'll see you back here Tuesday. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. 
Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.